0: Welcome to this very special edition of the EMSB podcast. My name is Mark Bergman. We are here live at the English Montreal School Board, and we're getting ready for the conference on Bill 96, where we'll be talking to many uh, influencers, politicians, community leaders about the bill and how it affects you. Joining us now, EMSB Chair, Joe Ortona. Thanks for joining us. Always a pleasure. Can you give us a quick snapshot on how Bill 96 affects our schools, our students, and our teachers at this time?
1: Well. Uh... You know, uh, Bill 96, if you apply the letter of the law, um, you know, uh, obliges us essentially to function in French, even though we're an English language school board. So all of our written communications are supposed to be uh, in English and in French, so the French is mandatory. Uh, Oral communications are supposed to be uh, in French whenever you're uh, in a group of more than two people. Um, and, And so it really essentially doesn't allow us to uh, work uh, in, in our uh, first language, you know? and we're an English language school board, that, that just doesn't make any sense. We should be allowed, uh, exceptionally, I understand we're in Quebec, but exceptionally we should be allowed um, you know, to be able to work in English. You know? We teach in English in the classroom, uh, but we have uh, French programs that thrive, but our main language is, is English, and we should, be, we should be okay with that, even in Quebec.
0: Can you tell me about some of the comments uh, that you've heard um, vis-à-vis some of the parties that, uh, that, that you've spoken to about the bill?
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I can use various examples. For example, Quebec Solidaire supported uh, Bill 96 when, when they voted, but they did feel that in some areas it went too far. Um, I met with uh, Paul St-Pierre Plamondon. He's the leader of the Parti Québécois. Um, you know I had a good discussion with him about Bill 96. He told me for example, you know you're an English school board do you really think the OQLF is going to come after you and r- really like you know force you guys to follow the letter of the law now, ironically, you know a week later in the news the OQLF went after McGill University mm-hmm. over uh, you know over uh, their language of communications with with their employees so, All it takes is somebody to to make that one complaint and, um, you know, uh, so so that's really where we are. But I was able to at least, you know, have those discussions with people about Bill 96. They expressed that to us. I think it was important, though, that we were able to showcase that whenever these elected officials visited our schools, our students spoke to them uh, exclusively in French and were able to show, you know, uh, how proficient they are in the the French language and and that they're
0: fully bilingual. Thanks for joining us.
1: Joining us now is
0: Jeremy Levi, the mayor of Hampstead. It's good to see you. It's great to see you too, Mark. Uh, Tell me about, uh, there's one thing that's really concerning you about Bill 96 at the moment.
2: Right, so um, I mean, there are many things that that are concerning about Bill 96, but the one thing in particular that could affect Hampstead and in a much broader context, other municipalities with bilingual status Right now, Bill 96, um, bilingual status for a municipality is tied to the census. The census is a a federal regulated um, uh, document. Um, The concern will be in the future, how does Bill 96 integrate a new type of census or a possible new type of, of census that is regulated by the provincial government? which can lower the standards for bilingual status so the municipalities might not necessarily meet the threshold that are otherwise meeting the threshold right now so that's a, a very big concern on what the plan is for data gathering and and other quebec type uh, census uh, documents for the future
0: okay. are your constituents coming to see you with any uh with any concerns or it's less at the municipal level and...
2: well the constituents are coming to see us more for their um private business affairs i mean uh, we have quite uh, quite a number of not necessarily small business owners, but medium-sized and large enterprise business owners, um, and there is a tremendous amount of red tape now that uh, they have to go through. You know, it's it's no longer now just dealing with a, a tax audit. Now they are likely to get a language it. and you know, going through a tax audit is is not a, a, a fun thing to go through, but. Um, uh, most people just want to focus on their business. And you know that's probably the number one issue with, with our constituents.
0: Thanks for joining us. Sure. Eva Ludwig joins us now, the President and Treasurer, Quebec Community Groups Network. Thanks for being here.
3: It's a pleasure, it be nice being here. Eva, can you talk to us
0: a little bit about how the bill is affecting the minority community?
3: Bill 96, is, uh, which is now law, it's a very complex piece of legislation, a huge legislation, and affects nearly all aspects of our lives as English speakers. It affects the uh, education system, who can go to school, who cannot. It impacts our CSGIPs in terms of extra courses, French language courses, that our young people will have to take. It affects uh, the system, justice system, our access to justice, in, in the English language. It, it affects, uh, and we're never sure how this is going to work out, but it affects uh, our access to health uh, service, not necessarily the access, but the ability of people to speak and to be hired in English, English speakers. It affects employment, of course, because now uh, everybody is obligated to speak French unless really otherwise specified, and, it, and, and it's quite tight. It affects businesses, small businesses in particular, in terms of the um, uh, ability of the Office Quebecois de la langue française to come in, uh, examine pieces of information, computers, access to telephones. It is a wide-ranging and scary piece of legislation.
0: Thank you for joining us. Pleasure. Paolo Galati is joining us now, the chair of the Sir Wilfred Laurier School Board. Good to see you. Good to see you, too, Mark. Paulo, tell us a little bit about how the bill is affecting the school board, the schools, the teachers, uh, and the students, of course.
4: Well, just the fact that um, uh, it, it, it's telling you that you need to work in French. I mean, just that in itself. I want to remind uh, the minister and, uh, and our premier that we are an anglophone school board. Uh, it's pretty difficult to uh, communicate totally in French when we're an Anglophone school board. So uh, parts of the bill where it says that we need to communicate via email in, in French uh, poses a problem. I, mean, uh, I agree that uh, French is important uh, with the Swarford Laurier School Board. Our tagline is we're uh, an, uh, you, uh, you get an, an English education and a bilingual uh, future, so we're pretty strong with the French uh, side of things, but uh, to enforce you know total communication in French and stuff, I, I think it's going a little overboard. Paulo, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much.
0: Kathy Korakakis is joining us. Kathy is the chair of the MSB Parents Committee and the president of EPCA. Thanks for being here.
5: Thank you for having me.
0: What are some of the concerns that you're hearing at this point from parents regarding Bill 96?
5: A lot of concern around the impact Bill 96 is going to have on special needs children. Um, at the moment, when you uh, have a special needs child, they can get a de- and they have a derogation for French when they finish high school. Well, then that derogation follows them into CJP, right? So right now, that's a big concern because there's no information about that. The other thing is the compulsory um, additional French languages uh, courses you have to take. It's all not only a concern for special needs parents, but it's also a concern for neurotypical parents with children that are neurotypical because that can affect their R-score. So a lot of things that we hear about those things, and then for sure health and social services, the impact of lack of services, to being able to get a you know a speech therapist, occupational therapist, psychiatrist, psychologist, all those things that parents need um, for their children, that's what some of the concerns are joining us. You're
0: welcome. Thank you to all our guests who joined our special Bill 96 edition of the EMSB podcast. And also a big thank you to everyone who watched the EMSB's Bill 96 conference online. If you missed it, if you missed any part of the conference, please head over to the EMSB's Facebook page and you'll find the link to the full live stream there.